Whether you're a parent of a teenager, a teen navigating life's challenges, or anyone seeking to deepen your understanding of God's Word, this episode will offer practical steps and biblical insights to help you grow in your faith and live a life that honors God. Hey, join us as we explore this passage of Scripture and discover how it can transform our lives today. The Greenhouse Effect is a weekly podcast hosted by youth pastor Avery Bowman. This podcast is for teens and their parents. Our goal is to encourage, support, and strengthen the home. Contrary to popular belief, one can survive in this present culture while maintaining a personal relationship with Jesus. Join us each week as we learn from God's Word. Here is your host, Avery Bowman. Hey, mom and dad and brothers and sisters and everyone else that is tuning in with us today, I want to take this opportunity to welcome you to The Greenhouse Effect. It is such an honor and privilege to be able to sit down and have these discussions on a weekly basis. I am excited about this week's episode. It's a little bit different than normal, and honestly, we're just going to discuss a passage of Scripture that was brought to my attention that is an ex- was an extreme blessing to me as I read read it. And it's 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 10 through 12. I'm going to read it for you briefly, and then I just want us to think about it, to chew on it, to discuss it practically. And here is the passage of Scripture, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse number 10. It reads this. It says, For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. Let him eschew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. I basically put the title on this episode this week, How to Love Life as Parents of Teenagers. Hey, how to love life as parents, how to love life as brothers and sisters in Christ. How are we to love life. And and Peter lays out the, the recipe for us. If you look at the context of this passage, in the broader theme of suffering and persecution, he addresses this all through the entire book of 1 Peter. And in this section, Peter is encouraging believers to live a good and righteous life, even in the midst of difficult circumstances. And he emphasizes that the most important Um, Part of this is avoiding evil and doing what is right, even when it's hard. And this passage contains a promise of God's favor and protection for those who will live according to God's will. And I think that's interesting because when you think about that, hey, parenting, if we're honest, can be hard. Parenting can be challenging. It has its own um drawbacks and setbacks. There's times when we have um, certain triggers and certain things that just upset us and are hurtful with, with kids. And so when you think about that, it's important that we live a righteous life. Even when those difficult times, even during those hard times and trials and difficulties, we need to do what is right. Even when our patience is being tested, Let's look at verse number 10 quickly first. It says, For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil 
and his lips that they speak no guile. Hey, Peter emphasizes the importance of controlling our speech, avoiding deceitful and harmful words. Man, isn't it so easy for us to just fly off the handle and say hurtful things at times when we're when we're in the heat of the moment? Isn't it easy to just let our tongue run wild? You know, it's important that our kids sense a spirit-led life from our tongue. And if they just hear us rattle off and say things and just fly off the handle, I mean, that's a pretty good indication that we're not walking in the spirit, that we're not feeding ourselves daily in the word. And lips that speak no guile. A good life, according to, to Peter, involves using our words to build up, to encourage, rather than tearing down and causing harm. Hey, words hurt. And we have to make sure that we're not tearing individuals down with our words. Hey, we're not tearing down the people inside our four walls. We're not tearing down our spouses inside our four walls. We're not belittling and and berating and, you know, um, just completely annihilating the individuals inside our home. It, It suggests that living a good life is not about personal happiness or comfort, but it's about contributing positivity to the lives of those around us. Man, what better can we do with our words than to build those up within the four walls of our house? Isn't it awesome that he that will love life and see good days, hey, let him refrain his tongue from evil, his lips that they speak, no guile. Verse number 11 then says, let him eschew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. Hey, Peter is urging believers to actively avoid evil and pursue good in their daily lives. This includes an avoiding harmful or destructive behaviors, as well as actively seeking to do good and promote peace. The call to turn away from evil is, is common all throughout the Bible. We see this, and Peter is echoing the teachings of a lot of different passages in the Bible. And we must understand that there is an importance of choosing righteousness and rejecting sin. Hey, eschewing evil, doing good. Seeking peace. Read it this week in um, Matthew chapter 6. Blessed are the peacemakers. Hey, are we peacemakers? Are we trying to make peace inside of our home? And are we trying to make sure that there's peace within the walls of our home? Are we always dumping gas on the fire? Are we always keeping the flame hot? Are we always making trouble and stuff inside the home? Look, let's try to seek peace. Let's try to make sure that there is happiness and contentment. Hey, for he that will love life, and then he goes into this list of things. Verse number 12, it says, for the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. Wow, that's powerful. The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. Man. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. 
Peter is assuring believer that God sees and hears the prayers of the righteous, and he's actively working on their behalf. I mean, that's flat out what the verse says here. And the promise of God's favor is an encouragement if we believe that. It reminds us that even in the midst of difficult circumstances, hey, God is with us. If we live a righteous life, if we uh, buy into what God teaches and what he has enabled us to do with our lives, that he's going to take care of us. Isn't it true that we sometimes think that the wicked are prospering and, you know, their lives are way better than our lives and they're out there um, successful and doing all these things. They don't have to abstain from certain things in their life and they can do whatever they want and that's bringing them happiness and success. But the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous and his ears are open unto their prayers. Hey, I want to be righteous. I want the Lord to be over my life. I want his ears to be open to my prayers. And if that's going to be the case, I have to get evilness out of my life. I have to get sin out of my life. I wrote down some verses that speak speak to this thing too. It talks about God's favor and protection and provision for those that walk in righteousness and follow his steps and his ways. The promises of God's favor is consistent all throughout the Bible. Psalms 34, 15 says, The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. Psalms 5, 12 says, For thou, Lord, wilt bless the righteous with favor, will thou compass him with the shield. Hey, model good behavior. Model good behavior in your home. As parents, we have powerful influence on our children's behavior. We can model the kind of speech and behavior that Peter is describing in verse number 10. And we can frame, refrain from the harmful and deceitful words and use our speech to build up and encourage individuals. Hey, we can turn away from evil. Peter calls to turn away from evil in verse number 11. And it's particularly re- relevant for the parents of teenagers. There might be teen parents here that are are facing a variety of different temptations and pressures, but you can encourage your teenager to choose what is right and avoid harmful behaviors while also offering guidance and support when they face difficult situations. Hey, encourage turning away from evil. Encourage them to make good decisions. Teach the value of seeking peace. He emphasizes the importance of seeking peace in verse number 11. We can help our teens understand the value of promoting peace and harmony. There doesn't always have to be um, turmoil in relationships. There doesn't always have to be explosive arguments. But you can have peace. You can have peace with each other. Hey, pray for our children. In verse number 12, Peter reminds us that the promise of God's favor and protection for righteousness is And that we can pray for our children, asking God to bless and protect as they navigate the challenges of the teenage years. Hey, stay connected to a faith community. Get plugged in at church. Stay connected 
and your church, seeking support and guidance from fellow believers as we raise our children. This will help us stay grounded in our faith and provide a supportive community for our teens as they grow up and mature. Hey, I want to thank you for listening to this episode where we explored the powerful messages in 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 10 through 12. A little bit different than the style that we typically do. If you could, please hop on to greenhouseeffectpodcast.com and let me know what you thought about this episode. Let me know if it was a blessing to you, if you like this style a little bit better. But this passage will give us a lot of practical guidance for living a good life, living a life where we can love life and turning away from evil, experiencing God's favor and protection. It doesn't matter if you're a parent, a student, or anyone seeking to deepen your faith, but we have to make sure that we are seeking to deepen our personal relationships with Jesus Christ. Hey, thank you again for joining us, and we look forward to sharing more insights from God's Word each and every week. God bless each and every one of you. Have an amazing, amazing day. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review. The greatest trick Satan has ever pulled is convincing the world he does not exist. We have to live in light of the reality that he walks about seeking whom he may devour. He is alive and well today. Remember to work out your salvation today. May God bless you richly as you seek to walk with him.